0: This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. This evening, we want to be talking about worshipping in spirit. Amen. Worshipping in spirit. And of course, that scripture verse also said, and in truth. That means it's possible to worship in spirit, but not in truth. Praise the Lord. Emotion can also be replaced. I mean, can replace truth. Amen. And this is especially for we that are, you know, into music ministry. It's not every song that is spiritually you know, giving sometimes they just they just sing to excite our emotion sometimes they sing heresy because when you look at what they are saying and look at the scripture they don't tarry praise the lord so it is important that any song you sing you are sure that it is according to the word is as important as that so it's possible to be singing and worshiping and you're cursing yourself Because it's not according to the scripture. Amen. Now, the Bible says that we are spirits. You know that? We are spirits. And in the Trinity, in uh, the doctrine of Trinity, we are spirits, we have a soul, and we live in body. You get that? You are what? You are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. So, the body is not you. Your mind is still not you. But it is important for you. Are you getting me? The most important aspect of you is your spirit. And that's why it is so important for you to understand that just like you eat for your flesh, your spirit also needs food. And what is the food of the spirit? It is the word of God. Praise the Lord. So if that is the case, that means that for us spirits to be able to relate with a spirit God, then we must know how to connect. Amen. If you want to connect to any channel, I mean, television station, you must know how to tune to their frequency. And this frequency is given by the government. You don't just open up a a TV station. You must go to the government. They will give you allocate a frequency to you, so that when you when people begin to look for you, they know. To, I mean, they know the frequency to get you. Hello, the same thing is the spiritual being. For you to be able to understand the frequency of God, you must also have what have a relationship. You must have connected, gotten that which is given to you by the spirit. The Bible said that. We don't know how to worship, but the Spirit, or even to pray, but the Spirit of God give us what? Give us on, on It helps you to, I mean, to locate the frequency you're supposed to be connected to. Praise the Lord. Now, let's look at John chapter 4. That's why Jesus was talking to the, uh, to the woman by the pool, the Samaritan woman. Uh, John chapter 4, verse 23 and 24. 23 and 24. And he says, He said, "But the hour cometh, and now is when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship Him. Praise the Lord. God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Praise the Lord. God is a spirit. And for you to worship God, you have to worship in spirit and truth. You can worship in spirit, but if you don't worship in truth, you are not worshiping God. Praise the Lord. You can have the best of melody, but the question is, what you're saying, is this scriptural? And when it connects, you will know. Did you hear? When you connect in the spirit, you will know. You'll be overwhelmed. I remember there was a time when, you know, when I was still in Bible college, we were worshiping. In the night, a a devotion. I just, you know, there was, you know, just singing. I just felt this being, being. And I opened my eyes. There was nobody there. But I knew that it was not just me. Praise the Lord. You could feel His presence. And when His presence comes, you become small before Him. Pride goes away. Self goes away. Emotion goes away. You just find yourself in Him. Fear is, I mean, is, is removed. Because in God there is no fear. The Bible says, Whoever is in God does not have fear because fear is a torment. Hallelujah. So, for us to understand, we must first of all know that worship must originate from the heart. Our worship comes from the heart. If it's not from the heart, it's not worship. Hallelujah. It must be sincere. Your worship must be sincere. It must come from your heart. It must be sincere. It's not a show. It's possible for Brother Eze to come here to show us that he has learned new steps or new worship song. It's possible to invite a guest singer and he just want to show us that he can sing. But the Bible said it must be what? Sincere. You must connect. You must empty yourself. The reason why some people can come to church and why this, I mean worship is going on and they are looking up and down is because they are not connected. It's not from the heart. Praise the Lord. So you must it must come from the heart, it must be sincere. Then it must be motivated by the love of God. The love for God. If your worship is not motivated by your love for God, then it's not worship. Remember, it must be in spirit and in what? And in truth. So it must be motivated by your love for God. It must be motivated by gratitude for all His, all He is. The Bible said that they that must come to God must believe that He is what? He is. You need to know who God is and what He is to you. Your gratitude is to who he is, not necessarily what he has done for you. If he becomes what he has done for you, that means it becomes an exchange, a trade. No, God, you are good because you did this for me. You're good because you know. There's a song that said, "Me, I worship you, not your power, not your glory." But he said the reason why he worship is just for who you are. Not your power, not your blessing. Your glory, not your love, but you. Oh Lord, I worship you. Not your power, not your blessing. Your glory, not your love, but you. The power is there, the blessings are there, but that's not the reason for the worship. Are you with me? The power, you are feeling his power. You are I remember there was a, a story told about Billy Graham. After a crusade and so many people got hit, so many you know miracles happened. The man said when he got to his room, immediately he got to his hotel room, he lay on the floor. He said, God, you know that everybody is shouting Brigham. He said, It is not about me. It is not about me. All the miracles, all the things. He said, God, you know that without you, Brigham is nobody. Until you recognize that you we are nobody. No matter how well you can sing. No matter how good you can preach. No matter how good you can dance. you are Without God, you are nobody. Until you recognize that, you will not be able to connect with God. Praise the Lord. So it is not about who you are, what you are, what you possess, what you can do. Paul said, we are the circumcision who worship God in the spirit. He said, we have no more confidence in the flesh. Praise the Lord! Your confidence is no more in the flesh, because you understand that no matter how educated a man is, if God is has not given him favor, you will not get anything. Praise the Lord! There are the best of professors are not the richest. They don't teach in the best schools. Most times, the best students, the A students, are not the ones that are that, that are making it in life. Somebody once accused the uh, His Excellency Peter B as he said he he did uh, let my people go. I think second class lower. That he got be third class, or even third class. They say he's ordinary third class he got, but look at what he has built. How many first class has achieved what he has achieved? Praise the Lord. So it is not necessary about who or what you are. But when you learn to connect with God, you understand that it is Him, not you. You will trust Him to take steps with Him. You will not take a step until He asks you to place it here. Jesus said, He said, Father, what I see, he said, What I see my Father do, that is what I do. In other words, as he places his hand, Jesus is placing the hands where he saw it. When he steps a foot somewhere, Jesus sees where he steps the foot and he steps there. What? No no wonder he never made a mistake. No wonder he knew when it was time. Because he saw that the lamb was already sacrificed. So he he said, Father, this cup is too heavy. It's too bitter for me. I can't drink it. But, because what I'm seeing means it is time. Let your will be done. Praise the Lord. So it must be born out of gratitude for who he is. Not necessarily what he has done. It must be full of faith and love and zeal. Faith, love, and zeal. Now, if you don't have faith, whatever you're doing is useless. It's, I mean, it's like bringing the 1000 naira notes now to go and buy anything. What is it? The, the old one, not the new one. Is no more What? A legal tender in Nigeria as far as the president is concerned just few days ago it was a legal tender but now it is no more what a legal tender so you may be relevant yesterday but if you are not in tune you no more be relevant that's why it must be by faith it must be how according to his will and purpose. It must be how you see him. Whatever I see my father do, that is what I do. It must be motivated your worship must be motivated by love. No no woman, no even man that want to know that the person who has been telling my love you love doesn't even care about him. How many women would like that? They're telling you sweet words. Only to find out that he doesn't even... He would trade you for peanuts. You are worth nothing before him. So, when we worship God without faith and love, that's what... That's, we just make God like... you know He's not worth it. And remember that the Bible says he sees the heart. Praise the Lord. God does what? He sees the heart. I cannot see your heart, but he sees your heart. As you walk in, it's just like walking into an x ray machine. He sees everything in you. So you don't need to pretend to him. If you mean what you're saying, he knows. If you're saying it because every other person is saying it, he knows. If you come to here to worship because there are certain appointments that you have, God knows. Maybe you're looking for something. You know, there's a, the one thing you're looking for. Because we've, we've had so many people that come here and, you know, they're looking for something. When they get it and they are no more there. God knows. You may get away with it now, but He knows. And your zeal. Zeal is the one that makes you continue to go when every other person has stopped. Do you hear that? Everybody has stopped coming, but you are still coming. Everybody says, I'm tired, but you are still going on. That's zeal. It is the propeller of faith. If zeal is not mixed with faith, sometimes you will get discouraged. Zeal is there. As your faith is weak, zeal will tell you, continue. That's what Jesus said. He said, the zeal of thy house, O Lord, has consumed me. No wonder he didn't care the old men that were there. He could take a whip and begin to whip them. I don't think any young boy, maybe somebody like, you know, um Aja now we see old men sitting here, me and and Papa sitting, doing something, we will not carry cane and start, it will take something to do that. He walked in with cane and began to flog old men and priests. He said, the zeal of thy house has consumed me. He was not looking at them. So anytime you're getting discouraged in what you're doing, just know that the zeal is going down. We have to pray and say, "Lord, energize me," because this race is not a hundred-meter race. Hello, it's a marathon. So you need zeal to continue to push, and God will help us in Jesus' name. Philippians chapter three, verse three, he says, "We are the circumcision." Philippians three three. Quickly, we are the circumcision. Who worship God? He said, "For we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh." Abraham had a physical circumcision, but our circumcision is not of the flesh, but of the heart, for the sake of God. For say we die daily why did he need to die daily because he knows that he cannot work with god until you're totally completely dead and it's this flesh as long as you're on earth it doesn't die completely It just one day even when you think you're dead it will just one hang, hunger will just come again and you find out that he's not dead so paul said we die daily he said we are the circumcision who worship god in spirit. Our confidence is no more in our abilities, our connections, our possessions. We have no confidence in the flesh. Paul said, the reason why I have no confidence in the flesh is not because I don't have the capacity. It's not because I don't have it. I'm humble not because I don't have anything. I'm humble not because I have not acquired or achieved. I'm humble because I choose to be humble. Praise the Lord. You know, Papa used to say that you cannot trust the humility of a what? A poor man. But when a rich man is humble, you know that is what? He's humble. That's what Paul is saying. I'm rich, but I'm humble. I have gift, but I'm humble. I'm connected, but I'm humble. We are the circumcision. God is looking for men whose heart has been circumcised. Whose ultimate goal is to please him. No matter the sacrifice. Praise the Lord. We are building now. We are talking about building. It is is that zeal that will tell you that, okay, this is it. This is what came in this month. This thing was removed for the building. Whether anybody is supervising you or not. Because the zeal of God is there. Praise the Lord. (laughs) He said, in truth. So, what does it mean to worship in truth? Number one, it must be confirmed to the revelation of God in the scripture. Your worship must be conformed to the revelation of God in the scripture. There are so many naysayers everywhere. Prophets that are called by their, you know, is it their belly or their desires and their, you know, their pockets? But how do you know if you don't know the scriptures? How would you know if you're not conversant with the word of God? You just get there, you get lost. When they tell you small thing, you just move you. Now, result does not prove that, the God, that God is present. I'll take it again. Result is not a proof of God's presence. Do you know that? That the fact that the man achieved the result does not mean God supports what he's doing. Okay, let me bring it home. Miracle is not a proof of God's presence. Because your life is more than miracle. Miracle is meant for this earth. It's not for heaven. Do you hear me? Miracle is for. I mean, you have something happen and you have money now. You can you use it to go that I mean, for heaven? Something happened. To, somebody gave you a car. Somebody gave you a house. Is it is it useful in heaven? It's for here. So it's not a proof of God's approval. Because if it was a proof of God's approval, Jesus would not say to them, He said, and you will come to me and saying. Lord, Lord, I did this in your name. I hear the sick, resident the dead in your name. And God said, said, I know you not. You workers of what? Now, how will somebody who come, I mean, who did miracle be a worker of iniquity? As long as not by the scripture, by the will of God, not for, for the purpose of the kingdom, it is an iniquity. Praise the Lord. Lord, we did this in your name. And he said, go away, you worker of what? Iniquity. So the fact, the proof of his miracle is not a proof of calling. Praise the Lord. Did you hear John did did any miracle? I mean, John the Beloved. Did you ever hear he did miracle? And yet, he's called the most beloved. Praise the Lord. He was after the heart of God. He was more interested in the revelation, the heart of God. No wonder God used him and gave him the most important book in the New Testament. Praise the Lord. He didn't do any miracle. Paul and Peter, were, I mean, shadows were healing, but John the beloved didn't do any miracle. Some people would have said, even him that was always, you know, at the bosom of Jesus, he can't even do any miracle. He's not called Jerry. That's to tell you that it is not, it's miracle is not a sign that God has called a man. So stay where you are and open the word and read it and understand, get instruction. And nobody will push you around. Praise the Lord. So it must be in truth. It was conformed to the revelation of the scripture. He said, God forbid that we sing heresy. But, you know, people sing heresy. They are, I can't remember any song. That's why I love, you know, I love um, Moye. It is now that even some, most of his song from the beginning is scriptural. I have given you authority. To trample on snakes and scorpion, and to overcome this—those are the songs he used to sing. That day, those days, he just picks it from the scripture and he releases it. When you listen to uh, Panem Pescopo, you see men that you know—they they just—they just, they don't just come and say, "I release," you know. They They will sit in his presence until something comes out of it. And when they release it, you know that, yes, this is approved. It is the truth. So as worshippers, as singers, we must know how to connect of the spirit. Because that's the only way. That's the only way we can be sure we are safe. Praise the Lord. No matter how long or how far you drive in at the wrong direction, you will never get to where you're going. Did you hear? No matter how long you drive at the wrong direction, the wrong direction, you will never get to where you're going. It is better to be sure the road than to be fast and at the end you're heading to the wrong place. Praise the Lord. We'll be rounding up. He said, any, any affection or feelings or emotion Stared up by error or false doctrine is worthless. Ah, it's moved by the spirit, and everybody is shaking. And meanwhile, it is, it is. He does this, receive, and everybody will fall. By the time they get up, it's still the same thing. If you fall to the ground and get up, and you're still the same, then something's wrong. Hello. Because the reason why you fail is because what happened? Holy Ghost hits you. You can't hit a trailer and your body will come be intact. Hello? You cannot hit a trailer and your body will be what? Intact. It's not possible. So if the Holy Ghost hits you, by the time you get up, you will know that something has hit you. So our worship must not be motion, you know, emotion and whatever without the scripture. It must not be your feeling, you know, ah, that there was, I mean, the anointing was there. And yet you are still the same. So God requires worshipers, true worshippers, worshippers who worship according to the word. You must know who you worship. That was what Jesus told them. The Saramanian woman. He said, Ah no, we have a the better our worship is better than your own. And Jesus says, Ah, you people worship and you don't know what you worship. You are just worshiping that our father worshiped. Ah, we are going to church. Everybody gather. Yeah, hallelujah, we'll sing. But we don't know what you are worshiping. And Jesus said, this is worship. It's a day that we worship God. We worship him in spirit and in truth. Your connection must be spiritual. Your connection must be truth. Your connection must be based on the word. And most importantly, you must be converted before you can worship God in spirit and in truth. If you're not converted... There is no way. What do I mean by converted? You surrender your life to Christ. Until you surrender your life to Christ. And let, let Be the best friend of the senior pastor. You are not recognized. Praise the Lord. I want you to bow down your head. Wherever you are. You know that you are not yet converted you are not yet born again i want you to place your hand on your on your chest and say lord i come to you i want to worship you teach me to worship in spirit and in truth i give you my heart i give you my life all that i am all that i have i surrender to you this evening have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way in my life. Have your way, O oh Lord, have your way. Have your way, O oh Lord, have your way. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, Visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30pm and Sundays 8.30am at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate-Elegoshi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout along Konoyo Gas Station, Leki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries or you can email us at Ministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.